All right, Kiss Army. You wanted the best, you got the best. Now close your eyes. You're about to be podcasting. Hello, welcome to your podcast. This is Gary Schaller. And I'm Ken Mills. And uh, we're here to talk about the 2010 KISS Sonic Boom Tour that just rocked all over America and Europe before that and all kinds of places. Went to Mexico. It's been a heck of a tour, hasn't it? Yeah, it's, it's been pretty cool. Uh, it's hard to think that just a few years ago we thought we were only going to see like six shows a year or something like that. And uh, the guys came out swinging. Yeah, and I think that uh, you know the momentum of 2008 led to the album, which led to the touring, and hopefully it's going to keep going for a little while at least. The one thing I didn't like so much about this tour is that I didn't get to see them. They didn't come by uh, Northern California at all. They had, I think, one California date um, way down south, and I couldn't make it. Way too long a drive, but you saw them, didn't you? Yes, I saw them in Pittsburgh. How was it? It was fantastic. I've been uh, going to KISS shows since the 70s. Uh, the only tour I ever really missed is, uh, the, the only full tour I've ever really missed is the uh, uh, Hot in the Shade tour. And right. um just worked out that way. And um, I'll tell you, this band was really firing on all cylinders and uh, they were rocking it. It was as tight as the Revenge lineup, it, it, just about. Well, what was really cool was that I know you recorded a bunch of stuff on the road before the show, after the show. And I'm looking forward to hearing that later in the program. But um, first, let me tell you what, what's been going on on my end. Like I said, I haven't been able to see KISS. I, um, I'm, I got two kids, and I, uh, I'm home two days a week with those kids. The other days I'm at work. And, you know, not seeing KISS on this tour, I'm starting to hear KISS music all over the place. And um, it's been kind of a steady diet of Sesame Street and KISS, and I think the two are starting to blend together a little bit in my head. What does it sound like? Uh, well... Sounds something like this. Now, what starts with the letter C? Let's think of other things that starts with C. C is for cookie. That's good enough for me. C is for Cookie, that's good enough for me. C is for Cookie, that's good enough for me. Oh, cookie, Cookie, Cookie starts with C. Everybody talk loud. We are all talking loud. Well, that's what's going on in my head, but let's hear what was going on in your head when you drove to see Kiss in Pennsylvania on the 2010 Sonic Boom Tour. Give this a listen. Kiss, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Podkiss crew. Our mission, to boldly seek out members of the Kiss Army, both new and old, who are shameless enough to lend their voices to the Podkissed as we head over to the arena to see the hottest band in the land. 
Kiss fan log. <laughs> On our way to Pittsburgh to see Kiss, we're joined by Jeff. Say hi, Jeff. Hi. And we're joined by Tiggs. Hello. And, of course, I am Ken, your intrepid uh, podcast guy. And we are on our way to see... KISS! The hottest band yeah, in the land. I can't wait. What is your most favorite thing about a KISS concert, and what's your favorite opener? Jeff? Well, my favorite... First, I'll talk about opener. All right. My favorite opener is Deuce. You can't really get much better than Deuce. Detroit Rock City is a good opener for it also, but Deuce is my one to get me charged up and really rocking and going. Okay, what's your favorite thing about a KISS concert? For me, it's about going to the show, meeting the people, being with people you don't know, and rocking out and being together for that time in the show. You're all like the brotherhood. Hey, this is Melissa, the manager of the KISS Coffee House. John Whiteside, I've been a KISS fan since 1973. Hi, my name is Ron from Long Island, New York. I'm Missy, I've been a fan since 1977. I'm Kyle. I've been a fan for a year. I'm Eric Jett, KISS fan. 33 years. You're listening to Podkiss. Podkiss. You're listening to Podkiss. You're listening to Podkiss. You're listening to Podkiss. This is Mr. Speed, and you're listening to Podkiss. Hi, my name is Bill Starkey, the founder of the KISS Army, and you're listening to Podkiss. Now, Tiggs, what's your favorite uh, opener, and what do you love about a KISS show? Favorite openers, either Deuce or Creatures of the Night. Something that just kind of smacks you in the face when you start. Um, for, it's just the atmosphere of the shows. Like, the friends that are around you. Uh, just the whole thing about it. It's... You won't get it at any other show that you go to. Tiggs, what do you think about Modern Day Delilah as an opener? The clips I've seen, I've liked it, but again, I'm going to wait until I see it tonight before I can actually make a decision on it. I love it. I think it's going to be friggin' awesome. Kiss fan log. Uh, we've listened to Deuce uh, 18 times in the last two hours. That is all. Hi, this is Ace Frehley. This is Peter Chris. And you're listening to Podcast. We're going to discuss the favorite Kiss drummers, and I have a feeling Tiggs is going to say Eric Singer because she thinks he's cute. Ooh. Anyway, uh, Jeff, who is your favorite Kiss drummer? Well, and why? Well, that's a hard one. I can't really say I have a favorite. I know who brought me into the into Kiss, like the first thing I ever heard. I guess I I guess if I really had to make a choice, I'd have to say it would be Peter Chris. One reason only is because uh, back in September '75, he was the first thing I heard of Kiss was his drum solo for "Hundred Thousand Years," and I thought it was just the most awesome drum solo. Like as soon as I, I cut in on the drum solo part on the radio, and as soon as I heard it, I'm like, "Who the heck is this? This is the coolest drum solo I ever heard." Then the music came in, and then after that, so I'd have to say, honestly, it would be Peter Chris. I um, on. I love Eric Singer also. I've gotten to know him throughout the years. He's a great and excellent drummer. Probably like the best rock drummer out there right now. Hands down. He did a drum solo last year in Montreal that was just phenomenal, that ranks up there with Bonham. His time is impeccable. Uh, he's, he's a perfect fit for Kiss right now. He is definitely Kiss. 
it's, it's a hard one, but I just, I, if I had to really pick, it would just be Peter Chris because it's the very first thing I ever heard of Kiss was the drums, and that hooked me, was the drums. Okay, what, 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 what about Eric Carr? Eric Carr, um, a phenomenal drummer, um, again, as we discussed in earlier podcasts, in those years, it wasn't necessarily the years that I was listening to Kiss so much, so I can't say as much about Eric Carr, a phenomenal drummer. Did he bring him through the 80s, like, in in the style and everything? Yes. Was he a perfect fit for Kiss at the time? I think so. Yeah. And I think for everything they had through the 80s, phenomenal drummer, hard drummer, uh, did the double bass and everything. Really awesome. But again, my experience is I haven't had a lot of experience in listening or around with them. And uh, of course, his, uh, Eric Carr's best work, I would say, is Creatures, that album. From I Love It Loud to... Yep, know, all yep, yep. Okay. All right, now we're going to take it to Tiggs. Tiggs, tell us uh, who your favorite drummer is and uh, rate him one, two, three. Favorite drummer definitely has to be Eric Singer. But Eric Carr is pretty close second. He's the one that actually brought me into Kiss when Creatures of the Night came out. It's just something about his hard-hitting drums that just brings you right into that sound, that hard sound of Kiss. I got nothing against Peter Chris. He has an awesome sound. He defined our sound in the 70s. How much of Eric being cute uh, defined your answer, though? Surprisingly very little. Well, I was going to ask Jeff the same. Okay, uh, Jeff, who's the cutest drummer in Kiss? Oh, it's Eric. Okay. Oh, Eric's a girl. As far as me, I have to say Peter Chris because I I think that, like, people have, like, their Kiss. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when they came in. Like, Heather, you mentioned, when you came in to Kiss, it was Eric Carr. Jeff, when you came in, it was Peter Chris. So... In that sense, I, uh, Peter Chris will always retain a huge uh, part in my history, you know what I mean? Uh, very influential in that way. Uh, uh, the original lineup's awesome, and uh, I, I love the current lineup as well. I think technically Eric Singer is a more talented uh, drummer, more versatile, but you can't deny that drum solo from Kiss Alive. Right, exactly. And, and you know, like for example, uh, you, you guys are Canadian, so we'll mention Rush. Like Neil Peart right. is probably a million times better drummer than Peter Chris. Yes. But I would rather listen to Peter Chris's drum solo off of Alive than probably a Neil Peart solo. Nothing against Neil Peart, Canada, or Neil Peart solos, but there's just something about that album a lot that is very special to right. Let's talk about uh, Sonic Boom, both on tour and in your CD player or MP3 player or whatever. Uh, how does Sonic Boom hold up, and what's the song you're probably going to hear tonight and the one song you'd like to hear off Sonic Boom that they're not playing? Oh, I'd like to hear Hot and Cold. Yes. Why that one? It's probably my favorite one on the on the album. I like it. I like Gene's voice on it. It just that's what I like. I just like the tune, the way it goes. It, it kind of reminds me of Ladies Rumin' Away too. Yeah. A bit of it in a way the funky or not funky, but the the way you know plods along and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I know we won't hear it, but it's no, that's fine by me still. But yeah, I'd love to hear Hot and Cold. Well, so far we've heard say yeah. Modern Day Delilah, I'm an Animal, 
and Never Enough's new single. Be interesting if we hear that, but I don't think we will tonight. Out of out of those three songs, Modern Day Delilah, I'm an Animal, and uh, Say Yeah, which are you looking forward to hearing? I'm an Animal. Okay. Tiggs, your turn. Definitely looking forward to I'm an Animal. It's probably my favorite Gene tune on the whole thing. Um, I'm happy with whatever they throw out from that album. That's all, all of all over it's a really great kiss album I'm, I'm very pleased with it do you find yourself listening to it a lot and what song would you like to hear that they might not perform like like what's the one song I would love to hear uh, when lightning strikes now you being an Eric girl I'm surprised you didn't say all for the glory I'd be happy with either one but honestly I would really like to hear Tommy do when lightning strikes it's a definite killer track. Uh, as far as songs I'd like to hear, um, I definitely would like to hear When Lightning Strikes, Stand, or Never Enough. Those are the uh, other additions I'd like to hear. Heather, why don't you pick a live song? Just a live song, and Gary will find it. Just pick one. Black Diamond. Black Diamond? Doesn't matter who's singing? Or... Doesn't matter. Out on the street for a living Pictures on every gun Got you under there.
KISS Fan Log. We're still on our way to Pittsburgh, and we're discussing KISS side projects, uh, and BK3 came up. Uh, Jeff, what's your, what's your like, couple favorite uh, KISS solo type thing or KISS offshoot things, you know? A couple of offshoots yeah, of like, KISS? Yeah. Well, like, obviously, Bruce Kulik okay. with BK3 is a great album. Hi, this is Bruce Kulik, and you're listening to Podkiss, the best. All right, Tiggs, what is your favorite Kiss solo project or whatever? Probably have to be Rockology, Eric Carr's Rockology. Now, now why that? It's something that it shows Eric's creativity, a really great album to listen to. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to say two different things. Uh, Paul Stanley's Live to Win album and uh, Gene Simmons's asshole. Uh, <laughs> you like you got a fetish for Gene Simmons' asshole, don't you? <laughs> you mention asshole all the time. <laughs> I, I think that it is one of the weirdest, bravest CDs by a member of Kiss yeah. ever. I mean, it it's it's very bizarre and it's very different. It's and very it's different. And there's some great songs on it too. Yeah, and, and it's weird seeing that stuff come from Gene, but it's like his 78 solo album in the same sense that on that album you had like some pop and you had everything from When You Wish Upon a Star to very Kiss-like stuff as well. And uh, Bruce is on it, and Eric's on it, and it's very cool. Paul Stanley's Live to Win. It's awesome. Uh, yeah, it's, what, what'd you say? With Live to Win, it's all Paul. That's his baby, so right. to speak. And there's a lot of great songs about relationships on there. And that's a lot of songs uh, in the Kiss world when it comes to songs about relationships are usually Take Me, Lick Me. But uh, this actually is pretty cool and, and it's something I can identify with. But I definitely agree with you on the uh, BK3. A definite surprise in a lot of ways because what I thought of Bruce Kulick as a solo artist was really taken to a whole nother level by that album. I yeah. can't. I, I cannot encourage people enough to check that out. And Amazing it, amount of talent he's got brought in for that. Yeah, from Gene, Nick, yep. Doug Figer, yep. Steve Lukather. Lukather, that was it. Yep. Played the the guitar work on the on the uh, between, between the, lines. the lines. But there's a lot of great stuff on there, and Bruce really seemed to grow as a writer. And yep. uh, can't well, say enough good well, about. Well, he took long enough for it, but it was worth it. He, yeah, but uh, not as long as Ace did. <laughs> That's true. And speaking of which, Anomaly was pretty damn good, too. And I love it. You love it, Tim? Love it. Uh, we were really blessed this last year to have Sonic Boom, yeah. BK3, and Anomaly. Yeah. It was like the year of Kiss, in a way, or, yeah. you know, really nothing to bitch about as a fan. Uh, Eric Singer Project. ESP. I love the Eric Singer project, and anytime I see Eric, I ask him about ESP, and Bruce, I ask Bruce Kulik about ESP, because that band is a great band to see. You get, uh, well, you get part of Grand Funk, you get part of Alice Cooper, you get part of Kiss, you get part of Motley Crue, and all are amazing talents, and they do all the songs from all those bands that they were with, and that is a great show to see. Awesome show. Hi, this is Eric Singer of KISS, and you're listening to Podkissed. KISS has been talking in the last couple interviews and stuff like that about them putting out a brand new album. Um, are you excited for a new album? What do you, uh, 
hope it to be like? Uh, are, were you happy with the Sonic Boom template, if you will? Uh, what do you think? Tiggs, we'll start with you this time. I would like to hear more stuff from this lineup. Um, they're extremely tight, uh, and if they can put out more material like they did with Sonic Boom, <laughs> I think they would have definitely another hit on their hands. First off, I think it's a great idea they're coming out with a new album. I mentioned even last year, I'd like to kind of see uh, three albums in succession, like kind of like they, they did their first time out, you know, with their first three albums, then another live album or something like that. Uh, I think that Sonic Boom was refreshing. I, I think they were a total success in what they did, and I think they could continue on with this lineup in the Sonic Boom tradition. Uh, in that same like recording or the sound or everything, they can still continue and do a couple more albums in that vein. And of course, you want to see more uh, singing by all four members. Um, uh, I thought it was good. They are including them in. Uh, yeah, that can happen. It, it pretty well did in the early times or, or earlier times, anyway. So yeah, I think Eric is a, a great singer. Tommy did great in Lightning Strikes. I think yeah, sure works for me as well. Um, I too would like to see them continue in this mold. Uh, right now the big the big news of the day other than the fact that the tour is kicking off uh, is Lady Gaga, as weird as this is going to sound. Gene <clears throat> um, mentioned that he loves Lady Gaga and that she's one of the last rock stars and so on and so forth and uh, Apparently, uh, Lady Gaga is tweeting back, and Gene tweeted about Gaga, and then this morning, Paul basically said, meet us on the stage of your choice on the hottest tour, uh, meet us out there, uh, you, 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 you pick the stage and we'll be there. And uh, so now Paul's getting in on the tweeting act about Lady Gaga. Um, what do you think they'll do, if anything, together? Jeff? Um... Sorry. Yeah, he's, he's, he's looking he's, at the signs. I got a turnoff yeah, coming, so I didn't hear a damn word. Jeff's, Jeff's actually driving. <laughs> Fancy that. I didn't listen at all. Okay, no, I was so. talking about Lady Gaga. What do you think they'll do, if anything, together? What do I like? What song or something? Or, well, or sure, why do? not? Or do you think they'll appear? I, on TV I don't think or? they'll appear together. I don't think it'll happen. Do you think it's just publicity and, like, you know, people tipping the hat to one yeah, another? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, me too. I can't, it's, it's not her style of music, it's, it's, it's they're different. Like, costume-wise, or things she's trying to do are similar in ways. Yeah, she's, I, she's very theatrical, like Alice and Kids. Yeah. Tiggs, what do you think about it? I think it's mostly publicity on both their parts. They're both very theatrical. I'm not a huge fan of Gaga, but I can appreciate what she's been trying to do with her own career. Well, I'll tell you, I like some of Gaga's pop kind of music and all, and that's cool, but what I'm really into is her uh, theatricality. Uh, she does stuff with the blood and razor blades and all this weird stuff, but uh, the important thing about it is that today, uh, when I got up, I turned on the radio, and it, the DJs were talking about Kiss and Lady Gaga maybe getting together and doing something. Then they mentioned that Kiss was playing tonight in Pittsburgh, and then they played a Kiss song. So that's really, I think, the whole point, publicity right there. If nothing else, this is getting people tweeting and talking. I want you to sing with me, okay?
KISS fan log, whatever number it is, we're still on our way to see KISS. Um, the huge, huge controversy, actually it's really not that big of a controversy, but we're going to talk about it. Um, this, this last summer uh, over in Europe, KISS added a shocking song to the set list. They're doing Beth with Eric Singer on vocals, and they're doing it acoustically, which is much different than they did with... Uh, with Kiss when Peter Chris was in the band. As you know, it was all pre-recorded tracks. Um, Jeff, we'll start with you if it's okay. And uh, what do you think about current Kiss doing Beth? What? It's a travesty of justice. Nah, I'm only kidding. Guys, doesn't matter. I think it's great. Why shouldn't he? They're just giving the Kiss experience to the fans. I think it's a great thing. I think Eric can do a great job on it. I have no problem with it whatsoever. Looking forward to hearing it, actually. Okay. Giving some uh, spotlight to Eric, who does deserve it. Very cool. All right. Tags? I love it. And it's not just because that Eric's singing. It's a classic kiss, too, that a lot of fans would know. And the way they're actually performing it live, I am really looking forward to hearing it tonight. And I hope that they do play it. So. I'll be honest with you. If they played it with just a... Uh, orchestral track like they did with Peter Chris, I would have no interest in hearing it. Exactly. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the fact that it's... Uh, the fact the, that they're doing it acoustically, yes. it brings much more to the song than a backing track. And it's also like a, a tip of the hat or a nod to the unplugged. I wonder exactly. whose idea that was to play it like that. Well, Eric said in an interview that it was Doc McGee's idea. Oh. I think they're just doing the show, changing it up, and giving, uh, like I said, the hottest show on earth. Takes. I don't think it's a slap in the face. I mean, it's a classic Kiss song. It doesn't matter who sang it. It just happens to be a classic Kiss tune that Peter sang that now Eric is singing. So I really don't see what the problem is. Do you, do you ever think that there'll be a day that, that we only know a Kiss by the Star Child and the Spaceman and the Cat and the Demon? In, in our lifetime? I don't think in our lifetime, no. No, I don't, I don't think so. I personally don't. It could. Okay. I'm going to ask you a real quick question. What year did you get into KISS? And I'm going to take us to somewhere else from that. Jeff, when did you get into KISS? 1975, September. Okay. Tex? Uh, 82, 83, around okay. there. All right. 1975 for me as well. Did you guys ever think back in 1975 or 1982 that you would be going to a KISS concert today in 2010. Never in a million years. Tex? Nope. Same here. I, If you would have told me that, that KISS was, would still be going on, you know, it takes me back to 1975. One of the first things I, I ever saw about KISS was in Cream Magazine and people saying, these guys will not last. You know, from from like day one almost, as a KISS fan, I remember looking at KISS in a magazine and someone coming up and saying, they suck, they won't be around, you know, yeah. and here they are, still, it's 2010, you know, this has lasted longer than marriages, this has lasted longer than jobs, yeah. it's still most bands. yeah, most bands, and it's very strange, so I, I definitely can see a day in the far, you know, distant future where, where there will be basically no name in the in the kiss experience that it could be those characters you know like kiss the show you know right. what i mean right 
but I feel that Gene and Paul have been the one consistent to me. You know, it, it really broke my heart when Peter Chris left. But the thing of it is, is that uh, Eric Carr came in and we got to know him. And then Vinny came in, you know, Ace Love, Vinny came in, and, and then Bruce came in, and Mark St. John, and, you know, all those 312 different guitar players we had for two months. But, uh, you know, it was, it, was, it was always Gene and Paul that were always there. And I think to a lot of people, Gene and Paul is Kiss in, yep. that, in that respect. And that takes nothing away from Ace Fraley, Peter Chris, you know, whoever else was there at any time. But Kiss is not like any other band, period. Right. Is there any other band that you think could, like, totally do what Kiss has done and, and brought different people in like this? Uh... That has done it? Well, yeah. Well, okay, for example, we could mention Leonard Skinner. At this point, what do they have? Like one original member, if that? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and then there's like the old what, well, what about Graham bands. Funk? And, yeah, Graham Funk songs. But they're not, they're not putting an album, so they're just touring. Right. And, but there's something about the makeup that really upsets people. That there's something about... Um, that I don't get. That's what I'd, I'd love to be able to understand that. What in their heart has made them so bitter that when that's not there, that they can't accept? I just don't get that. That they can't accept anyone else wearing that makeup, and you got to have something else. I just don't get it. But I'm to the point where I don't see the characters anymore. As much as I love the makeup and the costume, when I look at Tommy Thayer, I don't Tom. see a guy wearing... Ace's old out, uh, makeup and stuff. You see Tommy Thayer. I see Tommy Thayer in a Kiss costume. Yeah, because yeah, he's Kiss. And and I see that now. And same with Eric Singer. And I remember when it first happened with uh, when Eric Singer first wore the cat makeup. I was like, this is not cool for me. You know, it literally gave me pause. And then I saw them perform. And it was like, okay, I can accept this. It's, it's, it's been that way with every step through KISS. Like when Peter Chris left, I was like, okay, I think I'm done. And then Aaron Carr came in and it won me back. And it's been that way yeah. every time. Yeah. I can't think of any band that's been able to do that, though. Okay, so another KISS fan log on the way of the show. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about KISS merchandise. Uh, what do you think about the merchandising? Is it too much? Do you buy, do you buy it? Uh, you know, what do you think? I think it's a great idea. They've got all kinds of stuff. Uh, and it's a great way to just keep the name out there in all the stores. But also... Um, you know, like collectibles, it can be a business for some people. Some people finance their KISS events through merchandise. Some people just get enjoyment out of having it in collections and stuff. Yeah, I think it's a great, great idea. Great, great stuff. Okay, Tiggs, what do you think of the merchandise? I love some of the stuff. Actually, I carry around a piece with me pretty much all the time. It's my purse. It's a fan-made purse. There are a few and far between few of them around but it definitely gets people talking about the band and they're like oh you, you're a fan of Kiss I'm like well yeah and people that look at me and say you know you're a fan you don't look like a fan but they see the person they're like trying to put two together and it's just not clicking well but it's definitely a conversation starter that it is now for me I don't buy a lot of Kiss merchandise what I wind up doing is getting Kiss merchandise for gifts 
You know what I mean? Because yeah. people don't know what to get me nine times out of ten. So it's like, oh, look, here's a Kiss pencil sharpener. But, you know, that, that Kiss TV that actually did... I, I wanted to buy one, as stupid as that might sound. When you know, like I could buy a new HD TV for you know a thousand some bucks, or I could make a Kiss sticker and go. You could do you know, yeah. You know, so. Uh, but I'd like uh, to see the TV though. And I was talking with you earlier and Heather about having a little hard drive in there also. So you have Kiss content inside that TV to make it a Kiss TV. And that would really make the experience pretty cool. Yeah. Like someone was joking around a message board, why not kiss computers that would come with music, video, yeah. everything else. Yeah. You know? The only the, the uh, biggest problem about the TV to me is like if Toshiba was doing it, I'd yeah. buy that sucker in a heartbeat. If it was uh, you know some fly by night ripoff company, forget it. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. we are talking about you know like a thousand dollar investment. Yeah. So you know, but it, I guess if a guy's already got a kiss room. There would be an addition, right? You know, or a bar they're looking at. Would you ever have a kiss room? Well, my kiss room is my bedroom, basically. Would I have a room if I had a room to do? Probably. Really? <laughs> I, yeah, I probably would, and I'd probably buy a, more stuff. But uh, yeah, right. Like, but right now, yeah, my bedroom's my kiss room. All my stuff's hanging there. It's all around my computer there. I have I have stuff mostly in my office, and yeah. I have like a little curio cabinet with some of the stuff in it. Uh, a lot of stuff I don't want to keep. I give to people as gifts, you know, kind of like the old regifting thing, you know. <laughs> uh, there's only so many kiss ashtrays and coasters you can get since I don't smoke. You yeah. know, it does me no good. Uh, Tiggs, what do you think? Would you ever have a kiss room? Most definitely. Okay. So we're all weird then. Anyway, yeah, yeah we're KISS fans. <laughs> KISS. The incredible, outrageous rock group wants you to kiss your face. Introducing KISS Your Face Makeup. Just like the makeup worn by Gene, Paul, Peter, or Ace. KISS Your Face Makeup has all the equipment you need. Professional makeup, brushes, and cream remover with makeup diagrams so you can look like Gene, look like Paul, look like Peter, or look like Ace. So kiss, kiss, kiss your face, and get your act together. Kiss Your Face Makeup is from Remco. Yeah. This is Jeff Gutho, and I'm here in Burgettstown, Burgettstown, uh, Pennsylvania, and I'm about to go to the First Niagara Pavilion to see KISS. It's July 29, 2010. So I'm now in the McDonald's near the Niagara, First Niagara Pavilion, and I've met some KISS fans here that would like to uh, share some experiences with us. Um, what's your name? Zach. And Zach, uh, when did you first become a KISS fan? 2003. And uh, how did you become a KISS fan? Well, I listened to it and I really liked it. And and when you listened to it, like, how did you first come to even listen to them? Well, my my dad really uh, wanted me to listen to it, and so he got one, and I kind of liked it. Oh, right on. And what was your first song that you did here? Uh, rock and roll all night and party every day. No, isn't that a great song? Yeah. Just like their anthem. Well, that's good, and that's a good one to get into. So now, have you seen Kiss? Yes. And when did you see Kiss? Last year. Oh, and where where were you? Melon Arena. And what did you think when Kiss first came on stage and had fire and bombs and stuff uh, going on? i never seen anything like it. Yeah, exactly. And how were the people at the concert? Oh, they were nice. Yeah. That's one thing I've found at a concert is the Kiss fans, which 
they, we call the Kiss Army, that yeah. they're all like a brotherhood and everyone seems to be friends, friendly. Like you and I just meet and talk, it, right? Yeah. And isn't that a great thing to have? Mm -hmm. You go to a show and good feelings going around. So uh, who's your favorite member of Kiss? Uh, Star Child. Star Child, right? So Paul. Mm -hmm. Have you ever met any of the members of Kiss? No. And would you like to one day? Yeah. And who would you like to meet? Uh, all or mm, all of them Jean. or Gene? And why would you like to meet Gene? Well, he's probably the coolest. Coolest? <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's crazy. So, do you watch Family Jewels? No. No, I don't either. I don't get it on my TV, so that's why I know. Mm. A lot of people do, though, right? Mm. So, um, when you're at the show tonight, whereabouts are you going to be sitting? You're up close? No. You're at the back? Yeah. That's a pretty cool deal, though, from what I hear. Mm. Right? You buy an adult ticket and kids under 14 get in free? Mm. Isn't that great? Yeah. Tell them how old you are. 11. 11 and a KISS fan, the new KISS Army. This is what we love to see is new people coming in who like KISS and can carry on the tradition of KISS for years to come. So now you're going to the show tonight and uh, it's obviously your second show, right? Yeah. Very good. So um, is there anything, any song you'd like to hear them play tonight? Uh, tomorrow tonight. Tomorrow tonight. Very good. Yeah. I, I know of a tribute band called Mr. Speed and they play around the tri-state area and stuff they do tomorrow and tonight and they do a good job of it yeah it's a good song to have so well zach uh it's been a pleasure talking with you and i really hope that you enjoy your show tonight and that you have a great time you're here with your father and your is this your brother here yeah. and what what's your name my name is robbie robbie and have you seen kiss before no so um you're gonna see kiss tonight are you looking forward to it? So do you, have you seen KISS videos or anything? Do you, do you have any idea what you might see tonight? Yes. Yes, right on. So um, when you see them, do you think you'll be scared when you see them and the bombs going off and how loud it is? Or do you think you'll just be having fun and singing along? Have fun and sing uh, That's a good one to do. Well, I'll tell you, you are going to have one of the best times of your life. And I hope you become a... Can you tell a, how old you are? I'm four. You're four? And going to see Kiss? Now that is pretty cool. Pretty cool what you're doing. I bring my daughter, too, and I bought my... I have four children. I bought my one daughter, and I have two with Down syndrome, and I bring them to the shows, too. In fact, Eric knows them now from meeting them so many times and stuff, oh, too. Cool. So. And he usually mentions them when uh, we hook up or something like that too, oh, how they're great. doing and stuff. So it's neat to see fathers. And this is what I find is now I'm seeing families coming out and it's like a family event and stuff too. And this is great. great we stuff saw actually four generations at the Mellon Arena last year. Wow. It was great-grandfather, grandfather, wow. father and son. Wow. The kid was like his age and that's why I decided to bring him this year. Very good. Especially since it's free and outside. Yeah, yeah. That, that is a great deal. It's and a genius move. I think so. Dylan does it too. So dad, mm -hmm. um, when did you become a, a KISS Army member? Uh, 19, third grade, so 1977. 1977, huh? Yeah. And uh, what, what got you hooked into it? My cousin, Sean McIntyre, played it for me and then he got me the comic books, oh, right which on. were made with real Kiss blood, allegedly. Oh, yes, yes, it was. It and then the, what's them on 60 Minutes. Right on. And uh, was this, yeah, 
Uh-huh. And my parents let me stay up late. Oh, very good. And then I saw Kiss Meets a Phantom of the Park, and I was hooked. Oh, right on. Yeah, that's a, actually, that's a movie that's played in my house still by my kids. <laughs> is it out on DVD? Um, I, it's around. It's around. I've, I've, is it out on DVD? Kissology 2. Kissology 2. Yeah, Kissology 2, it's in there. So it can be seen in there if you've got any of those there, too. No, so. not yet. Yeah. So, so uh, what, what are you hoping they're going to play tonight? Anything or any song you'd like to the hear? The first album I was excited about before it came out was Dynasty. Right. I know it's like the disco yep. record, but if they would play I Was Made For right. Loving You. Right. Uh, right right. So, I mean, anything off that would be great. Have you heard their new album? Yeah, we have it. Okay, and what so, do you think of it? That's fantastic. I wish they'd play more of it. Right on. We let, last year they played Delilah and one other one. Right um, on. I think, say, yeah. say Yeah. Say Yeah, very good. Yeah, so. I didn't get to actually see them. I think in my, I saw them in Montreal, London, two times in Montreal, London, and then Aurelia. And I'm not sure they played that when I was there. So, But it was great times, great shows and stuff too. So. Well, great, yeah. yeah. Now, um, have you heard anything about them coming out with a new album? No. Well, there is talk, it's a rumor out there, but there is talk of thinking about coming out with another album. Oh, that's cool. This. So you'd like that? Sure. Yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, I like when they play the new stuff. listening to KISS since I was born, basically. Okay, how old are you? I'm 12 years old. Wow. Is this your first time seeing KISS? Yes, this is my first time seeing KISS. Did you like Sonic Boom? Yes. Really, what's your favorite song on it? Um, Modern Day Delilah. Really? You're going to hear that tonight? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there any other band as cool as KISS? Not really. (laughs) Wow. So no Hannah Montana for you? I hate Hannah Montana. (laughs) For you? For you, it's... Yes, that's right. Okay. You want to say hi? Okay, good. And Dad, what's your name? Frank. Frank, uh, how long have you been a Kiss fan? Since I was four. Four. What was your first Kiss album? My first Kiss album was Asylum. Okay, very cool. When was the first time you saw Kiss? I saw them at Star Lake in 90 for the first time for the Hot in the Shade tour. Wow. Have you seen them since then? Or? I, have, I saw a Psycho Circus. I saw the Farewell Tour. Wow, very cool. Wow. Um, are these are these kids in for a treat? Yes. You got hearing protection for them? <laughs> oh, they've been to concerts before. Oh, yes. Okay, very cool. All right, do you love Kiss? Can you say I love Kiss? Say it. Say it. <laughs> She's not going to no. She's shy. She's shy. I'll say it for you. Okay. I love Kiss. <laughs> Anyway, nice meeting you. God bless. Enjoy the show tonight, and you have fun. Blaine. 
Courtney Blaine, she's working at a local McDonald's where Kiss is playing tonight. But she would like to go to Kiss concert, but not to see Kiss, but to see... The Academy is. Now, who are they and what do they do? They're a band mm -hmm. that sing some really good songs. What's their big hit? Neighbors. Okay. You ever hear rock and roll all night? No. Beth? No. So they are going to get a whole different age demographic at the show tonight. Anyway, I, I hope you can come by and see Kiss and... I love William Beckett. You love, uh, who is the lead singer? Uh, he, he's the lead singer of Academy Is. Okay, well, I... I purposely will not boo them just for you. Okay. All right, give me a high five. Tell him you said hi? All right, All right we'll okay. tell him you said hi. God Will bless you. guys get to meet him? Why not? We have in the past, like, for the radio show we do do. Yeah, so who knows? We'll tell Tonight we don't have anything slated to meet them. Right. Tell them to come here after this. Okay, come, come to McDonald's Academy is, and you won't be booed, and you'll get uh, some Free McNuggets. Cheeseburgers Free cheeseburgers for the band. Okay. Get to meet their biggest fan. All right, God bless. Thank you. Okay, come here, come here, both of you. Come here, oh, come here. Gina. Come here. Uh -huh. And it's very informal, we do edit. So. Right, we, so if you go, uh, 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 you won't we'll even hear. that in and make okay. people look silly. No. Are you being serious? <laughs> yeah, I'm totally serious. What's your name? Gina Panzetta. From? Meadville. And you've been a KISS fan for? Since 79. 1979. What was the first time you saw the band? 79. Okay. And Ask who's... her how old she was. No, we're not going to do that. <laughs> no, when she saw him, she yeah, was like but... nine. I was nine. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm just saying my grandmother taught me never ask a woman her age unless she looks too young. Uh, anyhow, and, and what's your name, dear? Mandy. Mandy. Yes. And how long have you been a KISS fan? Uh, a week. A week. So this is your first show. This is my first show. I'm oh. supporting my best friend here. All right. So what does she know and what doesn't she know as far as albums and stuff? Well, what I burned her a CD with okay. the hits, uh -huh. so that's what she has See, now. what did I knew? I knew Look It Up, Rock and Roll All Night. Bad. <laughs> Are you glad they're doing Beth tonight? Are they? With Eric Singer on the Oh, good, yes. Oh, good. That's great. Really? I didn't know they were going to. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Sonic Boom, what do you think of it? I think it's amazing. Really? What do you think? Of I, new, new Kiss fan, what do you uh, think? Can I tell you after the concert? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just want nice to thank you. It's, it's nice to meet you. Thanks for being on the sure. show. And I, I, I'm almost jealous of you. I've seen Kiss since the 70s. I'm jealous, though, because you're seeing them for the first, the first time. time. There's nothing like your first time, ladies. nothing ladies. like it. I'm a Kiss virgin. You're, you're a virgin for short, but not for long. But I'm fine. Hey, so anyway. So anyway, it's nice meeting you. you and too. Gina, nice it's nice to meet meeting you. you. And say, Paul, I love you. I love you, Paul. Aww. Come see me in Meadville, Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> okay.